Blog Talk Radio. You are tuning in to Talk Time with Cecilia on Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Uh, The topic today is when is it best to wake up love? Thank you for tuning in to Talk Time with Cecilia. It is 2.32 Central Time, p.m. Oftentimes we wake up love and we're unsure what to do with it. So the topic today has to do with the love game, the subtopic, and uh, can you be trusted in the game of love? And I, I, I personally, I have had so many, so many uh, circumstances where uh, love has presented itself, or somebody came and wake woke up love, and I wasn't ready, or they weren't ready, uh, as they thought they were. They weren't as ready as they thought they were. So, um, uh, for instance, personally, I. Uh, I was dating a uh, real estate agent, investor, and uh, he spoke of marriage and his firstborn and just everything that he wanted me to uh, walk into a new life with him with. And I wasn't quite sure if he was ready or if he was just saying those things to keep me around. Well... I rejected him to actually propose to two other men, and I uh, really, I actually regret it because um, 
the first guy initially wanted to propose to uh, turned out to be catfish. And the second guy that I proposed to, uh, he turned it down after taking the ring because he felt like he was second fiddle. Like, you know, I was choosing him after the fact because I explained everything to him, you know. But I never told him about the real estate investor. And I never told him about the catfish guy. I only told him about a few guys that I had been seeing before him. And so uh, I call this situation DNA because it was kind of like a, a love triangle. And uh, it was just a pick between two of the best men that I actually knew. Now, you might ask why wouldn't I choose a real estate investor? You know, he's very uh, accomplished, um, has a, a promising, promising future and a great lifestyle. I, I, it was just that he didn't have the time, you know. He doesn't answer texts on time. He, he wouldn't, you know, make time for dates and things like that. So that was a big red flag for me because nothing magically is going to happen after marriage. You know what I'm saying? If I would have accepted and kind of hung around for that proposal, so you know, uh, I was just kind of at a cross between whether I wanted to be with him or just sit around and wait for, you know, that proposal that I've been waiting for my whole life. And I decided, forget it, I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to propose. And it just, it turned upside down and just kind of like puke in my face. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's who comes out on top. You know, I think, you know, men really fairly come out on top because, you know, they're just looking for who they can trust and who respects them. And I think they come out on top because they they can see more. You know, they have a little bit more experience than women. They, they've kind of been in this game a little bit longer than us and uh, as women. And it says, uh, uh, or has the game of love turned into a big lie? You know, I don't think nothing we do is in vain. You know, for a lot of people, they might feel like it's a big lie because they can't find anybody they can trust. But uh, I think it's really all up to the people and how they respond to you. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, the outcome of the relationship, you know, even if you just end up friends, it it, it just all depends on the circumstance. But um, I was... I was really, really torn because I went to David's bridal and I bought a dress and I sent it to the guy that I proposed to, and he's a broker. And uh, I sent it to him, and I just sent him a picture of the dress, just the uh, the picture of the shop. And uh, he just replied back, you know, you know, I'm not really sure whether you realize that you chose me second, so I'm not feeling really too good about that, so I'm just going to give you your ring back. And uh, that's pretty much what he said. And it it tore me up because he felt like it was just, uh, I guess you would say, the runner-ups in my life that I chose to actually propose to, and he ended up being the one I proposed to. And so it wasn't necessarily that he was second. It was just that somebody that I felt like 
could potentially be my husband. And that's why I chose him. You know, it wasn't that he was number two or number three and all that. So that's the way he took it. <clears throat> anyway, uh, um, I think with experience, a lot of people are going to find themselves frustrated because, you know, they have all they need to know about a man or all they need to know about a woman with all this experience, but they don't actually get to know an individual during the love game because somebody's either lying or they're not really sure of themselves or they're not sure of that person or, you know, the one that's experienced, uh, that that other person not sure of them. And, you know, there's a lot of lies and confusion, you know, in the midst of trying to fall in love. And I think what it is is that when we when we meet that person, we think we know all we need to know after a year or two, and we don't. And that's why some people end up engaged for so long, you know what I mean? It's a matter of trust. And I don't know. I actually don't know whether it's it's experience that you need or is it just, you need to just cut the game out completely of your relationship and get, you know, the real to real from that person, you know, and actually get the results that you're looking for because the game to me will tear up your, your relationship. That love game is really dangerous. Because I found that the real estate investor was just testing to see, he told me himself that he was just testing to see how I would respond to him and how fast I respond to tasks to see, you know, how well I would take care of him and how important whatever he was giving me, whatever task he was giving me was, you know, how important it was to me to get it done, you know, and my turnaround the time and the turnaround to get it done, just to see what type of woman I was, if I was a woman of my word or just, you know, the lack thereof, you know, if I was just somebody that just kind of hurt him but didn't do anything or not take him serious at all. So um, I I think, honestly, you should not wake up, love, unless you're ready for it. You know, some people have been sitting around waiting a long time, and you wake that up, things they haven't felt in themselves in in years, things they haven't felt in years. You get what I'm saying? So uh, it's often frustrating to find the love that you're looking for, but if you're going to wake it up, just be prepared, be ready, you know, for that person. That person needs to be ready for you. They don't need to just wake it up and just leave it there and expect you to do everything or vice versa. You shouldn't expect them to do everything. You know, you should definitely be ready, ready for love and ready to do the things that it needs, that that it takes to keep that person around. And when you're being tested by the opposite sex, whether it's a woman or a man, you know, they just want to see, you know, these games that they play. They just want to see how much you care about them. And really they should just open up and say, you know, I really just want to know how much you care about me over everybody you've ever been with. And that's really what they're looking for, you know, this exclusivity, you know, this thing that makes them exclusive and to you rather than it just being something you do for everybody. So um, 
I think the love game is 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 getting worn out. I think waking up love is dangerous if you're going to be playing games with a person to find out who they are and what they're about. I think you should be direct and not indirect. And what I mean by direct is that you should be straightforward about what you want from that person. And if you don't not sure what to ask for, you're not sure what you want, don't bother that person. Don't bother them at all. Even if they take it personal, if they open the door for marriage, if they take it personal that you're not being open with them because something you don't trust, if you can't be direct with them, don't bother them at all. You know, you give them their ring back, wait or wait. You know, don't be the person that, that's just wasting their time if you don't know what to do with whatever they're offering you. Okay, it's 17 minutes in. I want to talk to you guys uh, briefly about a, uh audio book that I have out called Magic Reminders. And uh, it's on Audible. It's uh, $6.95, or you can subscribe for $14.95. And the link is there. I put the link there. And then as well as my website, Cecilia Cal- Cecilia's Cauldron, you can actually purchase the paperback book, Magic Reminders. And in the book, it has moon phases, uh, you know, the the color coordination of candle, uh, the meanings of colors, uh, what a malevolent spirit means. You know, the people who believe in magic will find it, and those that don't will not find it. And... Uh, it's it's a beautiful book. It's a compilation of some public information that I got on public domain, and I just put it all together. And the intro of the book is by myself, and the rest is just uh, from public domain, uh, the things that I've got from magic books and sites and things like that. And uh, back to the topic, when is it best to wake up love, you know, um, if you're planning on proposing, if you're planning on getting married and it's serious for you or you're just looking for a serious relationship, somebody down for you, you you really need to see what it is that you're already doing that may interfere with that relationship because it's not going to work if you already have, you know, partner after partner or person after person vying for your attention and it's going to interrupt what that woman or that man is looking for in you. So you got to truncate some of that for that person to enjoy that relationship. They're not going to enjoy that relationship with all those people involved, all those people in it. That relationship is is just your relationship with that person, and that's it. You know, it, it's hard. You know, personally, you know, all the people that I've ever been with, I severed my ties, and that was it. Like, I'm not with them anymore. The person who may propose to me may not even have a problem. They might not run into a problem as far as an ex is concerned. They they might be under another topic. But I guarantee they're not going to run into an issue with an ex because at some point you have to sever your ties and truncate a lot of those relationships so that they don't interfere with your future and your future husband or your future wife or your future wives or your future husbands. You know, they do need to legalize polygamy for a lot of people who don't believe in monogamy. It's it's hard for them to take their citizenship and 
move to other countries to love more than one partner. And I think Utah has kind of, you know, for the Mormons and these people that, that live on the outskirts of the cities in the state to actually have their multiple wives and husbands, they, they kind of crack down on what it is they can and cannot do as far as having so many wives. Now, polyamory will let you have a relationship with more than one person, and that's legal. But polygamy is illegal in the country of the United States. And uh, it's it's really, really frustrating to see men pretend to be monogamists and they're polygamists. You know, they believe in having multiple women. and But they want to be committed to one woman, and that's a struggle. <laughs> to me, that's a struggle. <laughs> I don't know why they would do that to themselves. I would have moved to another country like Egypt or Jerusalem, somewhere where I could thrive and actually marry more than one woman or more than one man. And uh, I think they will legalize it for the men first before they will legalize it for the women. But anyway, uh, I have a a remedy. Uh, Take uh, two tablespoons of almond oil and a tablespoon of uh, cinnamon powder and put it together and you have an Hebrew cinnamon oil. That's a good thing to anoint yourself with, anoint your pillows, to smell good with. This is something they use in ancient times. And uh, you can find or buy remedies or custom uh, spells and things like that for me from Cecilia's Cauldron as well. The link is 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 provided here. All right, it's 12 minutes before the show ends. I'm going to uh, play you my uh, recent single that's doing well on Reverb Nation. It is charted one, uh, re- one number one regionally, number one locally, uh, number 18, well, it was really number 13 nationally and number 16 Globally, last I checked, but now it's 40 globally and uh, 19 uh, nationally. So I'm still, it's still doing well. So I uh, hear it. It was on the uh, last show that I did, the 15 minute segment. All right, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to Talk Time with Cecilia. This is We Gonna Ride by myself.
promotional spins. It's nothing that's going to be reported to ASCAP or anything like that. But we'll see. I'm trying to see if I can find some decent billboard chart promotion for the song. And uh, hopefully that my song meets you before uh, the end of the year and uh, you hear it on your radio station. That's that's my goal. So uh, before September... The end of September, the Grammys deadline is to have 10,000 fans. You have to have 10,000 fans before you can actually submit your music. 
uh, for consideration. Even if you have 10,000 fans, it doesn't mean they're going to consider your song, especially if it hasn't hit the Billboard charts. Okay, it's five minutes and 40, 53 seconds before the end of the show. Uh, my last question is, why do we reject those who chase us instead of those who love us? And uh, oftentimes I find myself running away from those open to love and running into the arms of those that are either unsure, sure but not ready, you know, that they're not in love with the idea of being with you like that other person. And I don't know why we do that, why we leave the person who's opening up their hearts to us to to go to somebody who's who's probably gonna leave you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's been really frustrating trying to find out why I do that and why other people do that. You know, the same the same for the door being open for the proposal, taking the ring this guy did and then he changed his mind because he felt like he wasn't selected first. And uh that's, that's, I'm not taking the dress back. I'm not. I'm not going to call him for his rings or anything like that. It's just that, you know, the stuff that we try to do for others and for ourselves, we it, it doesn't resonate the way we want it to. And I wanted for him to see my love for him, and I didn't close the door to the real estate investor who opened up his heart to me. And so I pretty much did my own self bad. I broke my own heart on that one. So, yeah, no. No, I'm not talking about him. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> the uh, the main point here is just to be prepared when you wake up love because this love game is pretty tough. You don't know who came before you. You don't know who came after them. You don't know came after you. So, you know, love is, the door of love is always, the door is always, you know, revolving. It's, it's constantly being open, but never closed. Some people don't know how to close the door to a situation before opening the door to a new one. And me, I'm pretty dirty with that love, you know, that love game. I I will play that game until I find out whether you really want me or not. And I'm very guilty of hurting a lot of feelings, very guilty. I will play, 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 play until I find out that that is what is really for me. That is who is really for me, you know. And uh, that's that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, again, uh, if you want to find out about anything that I'm doing, just go to ceciliascauldron.com, which is linked to my Instagram page. You can find me there. That's what I'm doing recently. My cosmetic line is there. The link to my cosmetic line is there. Uh, my books are there. My music is there. Uh, custom spells, spells. Uh, magic book is there. Uh, magic uh, water bottle is there. Uh, just anything, you know, I love magic. Crystals and things like that. So um, if you guys are interested and purchasing your book, just go to ceciliascauldron.com and uh, click on First Gallery or Store, and it'll guide you from there. And uh, it's two minutes in left, and um, we didn't have any callers today, 
But I'm just curious if you guys could email me after listening to this. Email me at cecilia.otta at outlook.com. I'm going to put my email in here. Cecilia. Cecilia.otta at outlook.com. Just tell me what you thought about the show, a topic that I could actually talk about. Anything, anything to to that extent. Anything that you think I should talk about. Cecilia.otta at outlook.com. There it is, guys. Save it in there for you guys. All right, one minute. Just email me. Tell me everything that you think about the show that uh, we talked about today, the love game. And then also email me your ideas. Email me your letters about, you know, this love game. You know, maybe you got kicked in the butt. Maybe you have a success story. Anything. Just send it to me. And I'll talk about it on my next show and kind of do a recap of of something. I make my show maybe 45 minutes so I can do a recap of, of what people thought of the show. And uh, I do appreciate you for tuning in to Talk Time with Cecilia. It is 2.59 p.m. Central Time. We're in, coming out of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and we appreciate your time. All right, guys, you guys have a wonderful day. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world.